Start it up then. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. Good welcome. And this is the Bo Chewy Podcast. You sound so deep and romantic. This is my um, public radio voice. You know, would you like to try some of my sweaty balls? Try doing. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah, go ahead. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's all I got. Oh, nice. That's all I got. Try doing like an emergency broadcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm chalking to my right is. Huey. And to his right is. Huey. Oh, Oh, sorry. I'm Bob. Bob. (laughs) And uh, since it's the opposite of the bonus Chewy week, it must be a regular show week. Yeah, we got a topic for you this week, people. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Boat chewers. We got a topic, people. We got a topic for you, and it's a great one. Oh, hey, oh, the weather is hot, it's and it's so a good steamy in here. Right. Um, you could fry an egg out there, Bob. <laughs> you could, you could. No, um, this week's topic is something we called, uh, we came up with called "Made You Watch." Like, I chose a couple movies and gave Huey and Chuck. Assignments, homework assignments, that, right? Uh, movies that that we have not seen. You have not Chuck seen. Chuck and I have not seen. <clears throat> yes, you, you guys have not to, seen. You had a lot to choose from in my case. Yeah, yeah we we have established a pattern throughout our uh, history of Bo Chewy that you have not watched or played anything through. Played? <laughs> the, the reason <laughs> yeah, I chose yours, Chuck, and I'll go into this further, is because there's many times we've this movie has came up in conversation, mm-hmm. and I'm like, have you ever seen this? And you're like, no. No. So it was just like a matter of getting you to watch it. That was a good Chuck no that you did right there. The <laughs> no. <laughs> so to reiterate, the premise is uh, Chuck and Huey are the victims here. You are the chooser of It's not the really th- victims, I don't think. I chose great movies. I just used victim because opinion. I couldn't think of anything else. And so you I chose, a couple chose movies, movies that I know you guys would like. That we have not seen. That you have not seen. Okay. Now, I've seen both of them. Chuck has seen yours, yep, and you have seen his. That's Correct. A, that's good. That is good. That way we can have a nice three-way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Multi-way. Multi-pass. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So, we'll go to yours first, Huey. Okay. Um, What was the movie I chose for you? You chose uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Hunt for the Wilder People. That's now, a great, great, great movie. Yes, and you guys have told me it's a great movie over and over again. I would also... I would also say the only reason why I ever heard about this movie was through probably you or you, uh, Bob or Chuck. Yeah. Um, because this <clears throat> I, this movie isn't necessarily like a mainstream hit. No. But it's definitely got a, got its following. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Uh, was it like a New Zealand movie? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. it was filmed in New Zealand. It's a very much New Zealand eccentric film. Um, it has a lot of themes in it that have New Zealand-related problems, such as the child welfare pl- problem, things like that. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> movie That movie is so great, man. I yeah. love it. So uh, give us a plot rundown since you just watched it. Okay. So, well, first of all, should I talk about what my expectations were? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were your expectations? Okay. So you, uh, knowing... Uh, who the director is and what's his name? Taiki Watiti. Yeah. Yes. So Taiki my Watiti. only expectation of this right. movie was based on what I've seen from him that he's already done. Okay. Which would have been um, 
uh, what Thor. We, what we see in what we see in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. And Thor Ragnarok. So, um, what we do in the shadows. I laughed my butt off. That was the a funny higher way through that movie. It's pretty funny. Um, watched it a couple times, and love every second of it. Yeah. Uh, and I also really, really love the way they they kind of went in a different direction on Thor. Yeah. It was very funny. Very eighties themey kind of uh, eccentric. The space element theme, like the space music throughout the whole thing, with there's the cosmic <clears throat> music. That was my favorite part. Yep. And you can see his influence on Thor Ragnarok too. His brand of comedy, like from what we do in the yeah, shadows and definitely. Hunt for the Wilder People, it's like it's pretty evident in that movie. So like like also you would see in Thor like the New Zealand influence because that's where he hails from, and it's you know like Doug has that very New Zealander. You know, the way he talks. Yeah. Dog. You know. <laughs> That's him. That's Taika Waititi. Yeah. That's his voice. Right. So. Um, <laughs> he was the pastor. Yeah. So I kind of went into this. I kind of went into this film um, with the expectation that I was like going to have like side splitting type laughter. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Mm. Yeah. Because what we do in the shadows, I seriously laughed out loud. When I was watching that on... Uh, it's a different type of movie, though, yeah. It really is. But, again, not seeing the movie and only understanding you. what, based out of what I've seen... Did you I, ever watch a trailer? I did not watch the trailer at all. Okay. I, at all. So I, I purposely avoided it. You shouldn't When have. we started talking about this. i never seen the trailer for, for Hunt for the Wilder People. No? No. I watched it. Did you watch it uh, before the movie came out? Or yeah. Did, okay, okay. Because, like, yeah. I, I think the only way I would have seen the trailer for something like that if I passed over it, like, on IMDb coming soon. I, uh, because it's not, it's not a huge movie. It's, no. It didn't get a huge release. The, the reason I saw of it is because it's obviously the same with the director, but, like, uh, I was on it somewhere, and I saw that it got, like, a high Rotten Tomatoes score. The critics love that movie. They do. It's so, killing it. It's, like, 91%. I think it was on... Um, or maybe Netflix 97. or one of those streaming channels for free. Oh, it was. At one point. So it, it was streaming at one at point. At one point. Or I might have downloaded it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. And watched it that way. And I fell in love with it. I told you right away, like probably the night I watched it. Okay, so you, Bob watched it first? Is I watched it. He told me about it. I watched it right after. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. I I've fell in love with it, man. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. I watched it so much, my wife doesn't like it at all that much. Okay, so I, I, I mean, long story short, my... My expectations are side splitting. Ha 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 ha! This is going to be hilarious. Okay, that's that's okay. That's interesting because it's not. And it's not. It's very not. Um, what I didn't know is that I was going to ball my eyes out. Yeah. Did you? What? Yeah. Seriously? I should have said you should need a box of Kleenex, man. Sorry. Yeah. I know uh, it's said. Totally did not see that coming. Oh man. Not at all. Now, here, question yeah. for you two boys. Uh, can we go ahead and like do spoiler type stuff? Why don't we wait? If you can get to it without, if you can say some stuff without getting to any spoilers, because there's only a couple spoilers in the entire movie, really. I thought. Yeah. Because you because if I'm gonna describe the plot. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess. Well, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm I I forgot like the one main big thing that happens yeah. like 20, 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's it's major. Yeah, it's it's, it's major. pretty major. Um, if you haven't seen it by now, um. Sorry, there might be some spoilers ahead. I want you to skip ahead about a minute right now if you don't want to hear the spoiler that happens in the first 15 minutes of the movies. Go right now. Okay, so uh, this kid is in social services, correct? Yes. And um, he gets taken to this, this back country bushland farmhouse with this 
amazing lady who takes him in and this kid is very troubled very uh, one of my favorite scenes is how they describe his um like what he's gotten into because <laughs> yeah. i have that right here this is ricky baker apparently he's a bit of a handful stealing spitting running away throwing rocks kicking stuff facing stuff burning stuff loitering and graffiti so yeah, like <laughs> it's just all sorts of trouble, right? Um, Loitering and graffiti. So they drop this kid off, kicking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he try he he the, the, he realizes he wants to, he tries to run away. He falls asleep in the bush, like a few hundred yards from from their farmhouse. Yeah, And yep. uh, she comes out, and she they end up forming a really really good relationship. Yeah, and she's awesome, man. Which she's great, man. she is so good, like. The one thing I really liked about do you want me to continue? I'll continue with the plot. Well, no, hang on. She the thing is, he, she's the first person to ever really accept him, right? Yes. Like, and to give him a and, chance. And yes. what the, the gene, the part of the genius in this movie that it gets you emotionally attached, like right away. You are emotionally attached to her. Like, you automatically see her as nurturing. You automatically see her as somebody important to him. Yeah. Before you go any further, I want to play a clip from my favorite scene in the whole movie. It gets caught in your head. No. Don't, because I'm going to get to that. Oh, you I'm are? I'm going to get to that, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to... Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go there yet. Okay. Okay, so um, he finds this big emotional bond, and of course, on the side is... Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Sam uh, Neil. Sam, Sam Neil. Which, by the way, can Uncle? that man do no wrong? He's new, He's from New Zealand. Can yeah, that man so. do no wrong, no, seriously? Uncle. He's fantastic. He is incredible, a human being. I love that. I, he's so good in that movie. Sam Such, is great, man. So good. Well, f- first of all, I I love it because he, he. I just got done watching Peaky Blinders, and he was in Peaky Blinders for four seasons. Okay. And he was incredible in Pe- Peaky Blinders. For, real quick, rewind. Sam Neill is Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. where you would oh, know him from. Such, so, so good, such a good character in yeah. this movie. Hell yeah. So they introduce him a little bit. He's this gruff woodsman, bushman, right? And yep. then um, the the first big um, like scene that kind of attaches you to realize that Ricky has been accepted to this family, uh, and this family accepts him is the happy birthday part, which. So I when I when I watch this movie I, I watched this movie on um Amazon Prime. So I, I rented it. Which okay. I, I regret because now I should have bought it. I, sh- I should have bought it hands down. I you loved liked it. it. Oh, I love this movie. Okay. So okay. I watched it on Prime. And you know how they have the x-ray that gives you trivia? Yeah. Throughout the whole thing? I yeah. did not know that. That's, yeah. why, that's why I did it on Amazon because of the x-ray because I wanted to do a little research on this. And, it's um, kind of neat. Like if you pause the movie or show, it'll tell you all the actors that are in the scene that you're watching. So cool. like, it's so huh. cool. It is super neat, right? That so that whole happy birthday thing that they did. So obviously they couldn't get the rights to happy birthday. Because that is a copyrighted song. Okay. I think it's by the Beatles, actually. The Beatles copyrighted that. Anyway, um, they improvised that on the spot. Yeah? They, they just did it. 
You know that that's what's so cool about this movie is that there was so much improvisation in here that made it into the into the final cut, and it was so genius that way. That's uh, his style. The director's it, it really style. well. That's how Thor Ragnarok was directed. Exactly. Very improvised. Same right? with uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, it was very Plus, very like, off the cuff. He also, he also had a hand in Flight of the Concords. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, he also directed Eagle versus Shark. Oh, he did that has, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. which yeah, has yeah, Jermaine yeah. in it. That, Flight of the Concords. That's a good movie too. I mean, Eagle so, versus Shark. Mm-hmm. Continue with the plot then. So. They they, fu- yeah. they like you finally feel like Ricky's been accepted in this family. He's found his place, and then um, okay, here's the spoiler: tragedy strikes. Tragedy strikes. Uh, she the mom dies. What's her she name? She has a heart attack. Um, it's fr- like I just watched this movie two days auntie. ago. So I, that's how I remember. Yeah, it's always a- auntie and uncle, right? Auntie and uncle. Auntie and uncle, and yeah. his dog is Tupac, right? Yes, his, his, dog. Dog his Tupac. birthday gift was Tupac. Yeah. So um, so she dies. Um. And so he tries to stay because the state tries to come in and take him away. Yeah, because, because he's dead. Yes. So he stages his death <laughs> <laughs> with a with a ceramic plate, smiley face mannequin in the barn, and he burns the barn he down. Ends up burning the barn and goes down, into dude. the bush. Yeah. And that's when Uncle uh, runs into him a few days later. Yep. And they kind of form this bond of survival. He breaks his ankle or, like, fractures his foot. Yeah. Uh, like, chasing after each other or something. They're arguing. Yep. Each- well, yeah, they have an adventure in yeah. the outback. And it's pretty so, much goes from there. Right. And subplot B is child services now is, like, on the hunt for man Ricky hunt. Baker. There's yeah. a manhunt. And, a man like, like hunt. all this and context that, that uncle is a creeper. Right, and, yeah. and he kidnapped Ricky, and he's like being horrible to Ricky. Okay, but which is none of it is true, and they're just surviving in the bush. They run into a group of like hunters that are just a bunch of jerks. <laughs> oh, those guys are jerks, man. And uh, there, there's some stuff that happens there. Long story short, they get they they have this kind of um, bonding uh, adventure where, where they learn to they actually learn to accept each other. They do have a kind of a pitfall where they get into an argument again. They separate. Child services, like the huge manhunt scene happens. Um, <laughs> Ricky shoots Uncle in the butt. Yeah. Right? Well, he's molest- yeah. <laughs> molestering he's a, me. He's a molester. He's molestering me. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it, it, it's actually like this awesome, just, you know, an out, two outsiders that are brought together by one person. And then, yeah. You know, I am doing a horrible job of describing the plot, just so you know. It, but. It's just it's it, okay. It's got a lot of beats to it. Um, it's really fun. It's a family. It is a family movie. It like, is a family. I movie. Watched, it really is. Both these films you can consider a family. movie. Yeah, I watched this with my with my wife and my kids, and they love it. And we, I loved it. Nice. It was just. Nice. It's it's so it is it's funny, but it's not like it's the, if you're not familiar with that. I almost want to call it like New Zealand humor, but it is like that New Zealand so, yeah. humor that's very subtle and it's. It's it's just witty, and it's mm-hmm. uh, like it it's almost not even presented to you as a joke. So you have to think like, did she just that person just say no, that? No, what's like, really genius about this movie is that all the humor in it is set up so that it hits you, but it doesn't click until like a scene or two later. Yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah. But the genius of it, he directs it in a way so that he gives you that bit of humor. And then he gives a scene that doesn't really show or do anything, and he allows that humor to sink in. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's messed up. It's, Man, how many times did you watch it? I watched it once through. 
You're gonna uh, wa- you want to watch the game, don't yes, you? Yes, because there's so much I know yeah. just from the cin- cinematography alone. So I'm one of those guys that kind of really appreciates the cinematography aspect. And, like, he has tons of just absolutely gorgeous drone shots of New Zealand where he's using a drone to kind of do overheads and he's flying mm-hmm. over the, uh, the the characters or whatever and showing the landscape. He also does some really unique shots. Like, for example, when they're fighting those guys in the uh, cabin, the hunters in the cabin, they set it up so that they, there's this jar on the table and the camera is shooting at a downward up angle towards the hunters and they knock the jar off and the jar actually physically hits the camera. They do some really, really unique work with the cinematography, especially the direction piece when they do like cut scenes where like they they use it to to, uh, speed up time. So they show the manhunt, but they're also showing what the hunters are doing, what the uh, there's like that montage where they're all fading in and out. They have the montages and it's kind of like accelerating time. It's it's a genius. He did a really genius job of accelerating like a year of surviving in the woods and like being on this manhunt in like short minutes. Yeah, it's so much fun too. Okay, without uh, we're not gonna spoil the end because I don't want you to go into that far. But um, did you say the ending was good? Like I said, I did not expect to ball my freaking eyes yeah, out. Yeah, it's all right. okay. All right, it's. I was it, not prepared for that. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be like, ha ha ha, what we do in the shadows? Ooh, funny. No, yeah, this I, this this is a a movie that uses humor to bring out real issues with like what's going on in New Zealand with child welfare as well as a a story of just pure friendship and love it it's phenomenal yeah it's okay. it's a really good story i wow. love the, i love that movie music is f- fantastic oh, yeah it's top music notch. is fantastic nothing that's mainstream but it fits everything it fits. fits everything fits right i now see where your obsession where haikus came from <laughs> he had that before this because I didn't have that before the haikus that, but... were that was the emotional tug oh, for me, the um, haiku moment, where Uncle... Uncle Heck? Yeah. I lost I, it. I uh, I wrote a haiku for this. I wrote a haiku for both of these. Oh, my goodness. Wanna, okay. you brought that up, do you want to hear mine? I give, do. Give us the Wilder People one. It's nothing exceptional. Um, all right. <clears throat> Bad Ricky Baker. Wild adventure with Uncle. Good Ricky Baker. <laughs> <laughs> You just summed it up. That, you just summed it. it up. That's what I tried to do. Um, you know, they, they did a really good job of taking the B-plots and setting up payoff and delivery. So they introduced the character Andy, the, the cop that was hanging out with the social service worker. Mm-hmm. And the whole <laughs> beginning of the movie, this guy does nothing but he's slapstick. He trips over something or, yep. he, or he's just the comedic routine. But at the end, he does something important. Yeah. Right? The bird was seemed to be a gentle moment. Uh, between uh, Ricky and Uncle in the beginning of the movie, at the end, becomes something important. He did a genius job of writing this movie and in, in setting up A plot, B plot, as well as like, it's just a good example of really good story form. So, I mean, so what's really cool about it is that it's based off a book. Okay. Uh, I think the book is called uh, Novel uh, Wild Pork and Watercress. Yeah. And what's cool about it was the scene where they steal, they get the truck from crazy. Uh, Sam. What's it, Crazy Sam? Where they take the truck? They call the truck the. <laughs> that the was uh, what's his name? Rice Darby. Yeah. The uh, Rice Darby. The, the the they called the truck like the Crumps or the Crump the Crump. <laughs> That's the author that wrote the book. Okay. Right. So, as a matter of fact, I think that Psycho Sam. I think one thing I noticed Psycho Sam while he provided comedic relief, like he was a funny piece of that. I think he was an important element to that movie because he showed. He showed Ricky, who has spent his whole time fantasizing about being a gangster or being an outlaw. 
he showed Ricky that being crazy isn't all that's cracked up to be. <laughs> He's really fucking crazy. Like, he brings him down to, like, re- like even he Ricky at one point is like, this dude is nuts. And one of the most tender moments in that entire movie is when they're in the bunk beds. Uh, <laughs> t- and, and they're talking about, hey, you know what? I, I think you're all right. I want to watch this movie again. It's so good, this. man. It is so good. Uh, Budget of two point five million made twenty two or twenty three million. Yeah, I mean it did I mean, well. It's, it well, it was. I think it was like the best grossing movie opening for a New Zealand movie ever. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which nice. is good for them, man, because yeah. that's awesome. Well, they have like a film commission that, like, they once do. a year, they'll go ahead and just like fund a movie. Like you do, like a proposal. Like they'll they'll fund like something into the arts, and they'll fund you. And I'm really he probably won it. Ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah, it's 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 incredibly well directed, well shot, well written, and then it's just lovable as all can be. I have nothing but I I, I regret not seeing this. Yeah, if you earlier. Dug, if you dug the humor in Thor Ragnarok, you will like Hunt for the Wilder People. It's, it's oh yeah, so it's dry. Very like, similar. After, it's so dry. After I watched this movie and then found out he was doing Thor, I was so excited. So was I yep. for Thor. I, was, I couldn't wait for that one. I knew I was going to like it. Well, I was happy. I knew he did what we did. What we what we do in the shadows was awesome. I love that movie, and uh, yeah, I was jacked. So I, I, was, I like Wilder People better. I'm I like not, Wilder People better too. But right. I saw what we do in the shadows before that. Yeah, so did I. I I'm a little it. mad at myself for not buying this. <clears throat> I'm, I'm turning around. I'm going to buy it. I think I bought it on. I'm going to have the family like watch it. It's not available bucks. anymore. Oh, it's just, no, it is. Yep. It, man. It so is. continue to be angry. It's it Criterion is. Digital Collection, which is like twenty five bucks. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's in it. the Disney Vault. I'm just gonna get on Amazon and click buy. They like, they took it's it good. back and they put out Pinocchio. I'm gonna have the the wife and kids watch it too. It's it's that it's it's it's, it's clean, good but movie. it's not. There's nothing wrong in it. There's there's not the no one bad of the, language. Fun, the funniest parts is when he's uh he's talking to the hunters. Ricky's talking to the hunters, and he's describing how. Like he grabbed him and and would touch him, but he was describing like hunting for him while he was injured, hunting yeah, for his yeah. uncle. And the hunters are like, "You creepy molester, <laughs> molester!" Yeah, get out of here, insect. Majestical. And what's really cool, what's really unique about the movie is the New Zealand language, like not the language, but like the uh, what's the word, the dialect, the lingo, the slang, the lingo, the slang. They use all a lot of cool lingo and slang. That the, the the one of the cool parts is the dude, uh, the house he ends up with, uh, Anna. Oh, is that her name, Anna, the little girl? I think he so. Runs on like the that, horse, yeah. and the the dad the is dad like, Ricky, yeah, man, can, can I have a selfie? Can I get a selfie? I want a selfie? I'll yeah, I hate myself if I don't ask you. <laughs> so good, so good, man. And they end up with, you know, I don't. Do you want a sausage? <laughs> and that's another plot point that comes back around too. Yep. You know, he they end up being involved. It's such a good, man. Nothing is yeah. wasted in that movie. No, nothing. It's a good movie. It's awesome, man. It's I a love good movie. movie. I'm glad you liked it. Oh, I loved it. I'm glad Chuck liked it. Oh, it was so good, man. Yeah. You got any other quick hit facts about Hunt for the Wilder People? Um, dude, there was so much stuff I wrote down from um from like IMDb and X-ray. Uh, what what I thought was really unique about the movie, with the exception of Doctor Grant. You didn't. You don't know who any of these people are, you know. No. And I think that's part of what made it special, because well, it, it wasn't like Oscar bait. Do you think Ricky you know? Baker, the kid who played him, got Deadpool two because of this movie? By the way, Ricky Baker is in Deadpool two. He's yeah. the, the little fat kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. guaranteed. And that's Ricky Baker. Guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, the kid was kind of funny in Deadpool. He's too. awesome. Oh, he, yeah, he's man. awesome. He did What's a great his name job. Fire Fist. Yeah. He's great. In it. That's so, the worst name I've ever. Heard. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay. So JT's stamp so, of approval. Uh, 
stamp of approval? Huey approved. So is it Bo Chewy approved now? Bo Chewy approved. It's Bo okay. Chewy approved. Yeah, three absolutely. out of three. Three out of three. Okay. Thumb, three thumbs up. <laughs> three thumbs up. All right. All right. Yeah. So the next movie yep. brings us to you, Chuck. That's me. Um, this has been. I'm Chuck. The movie's about ten years old. This has been ten years in the making for you to do this podcast. Ten years. It was made in two thousand four. 14 oh. years. Wow, 14 <laughs> years. I was giving you benefit of the doubt, man. Nope. 14 years in the making. I, I just could have swore it was 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 14 years in the making, um, <clears throat> Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. I got to watch Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How have you never watched this movie? It was, yeah. it was on TV like a billion times over. It doesn't do it justice. It doesn't, but it I was still I don't know how it doesn't do it justice. There's not like... Any, like, cursing or anything. There's timing and stuff with the jokes and stuff, though, you know? Uh, There is. Uh, How did I miss it? Well, at that time, I didn't have TV. Um, I listened to baseball on the radio. But nevertheless, this movie's been around since 2004. Mm -hmm. 14 years. I watched the first 10 minutes of it once when I was really, really drunk, and I went to sleep. And that was that? That was it. That was the only opportunity I ever had to watch it. So that was the only time I watched the first 10 minutes. So, then do you, because this movie has a whole lot of, like, pop culture uh, embedded yeah. into it. This movie, I let me put it this way. Um, do you guys remember Austin Powers? Yeah. What about Borat? Do you guys remember that? Yes. yes. Do, you, do you know why I brought those two things up? No. Because those Be- came out at the same time? Hell no. They didn't come out at the same time because Austin Powers like 90. Everybody had an Austin Powers impression and everybody had a Borat impression and everybody had a Napoleon Dynamite impression. You know what? So all the all the pertinent a lot of the things that he says in this movie, I've heard 9,000 fucking times. That's fine. That is a fair point though. So why go back and watch a movie? But you still got to wonder why the people say him so much. Don't really have to when it's like god. <laughs> like I get I understand why someone would say god. Hey, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. <laughs> no, get your own. <laughs> he just like, kicks it, doesn't he? Uh, I'm kicks starving. It. I haven't eaten anything all day. He kicks I've his seen pocket. This, I've seen this movie once. <laughs> I've seen this movie once. It's so good. <laughs> Here, Tina, you fat lard. <laughs> Eat. I've seen this movie once. It was yesterday. <laughs> I know all this shit. Oh, it's funny. It's so good. It's funny. Man, I can throw a ball over the mountains. <laughs> so, if Coach me, only would have put me in in the fourth quarter, I know me, we would have won state. Let me see the steak. So, <laughs> so I, I got a second question. So, <laughs> One fucking time I've seen this movie. So, oh, man. So where, where, you're in love where with me, <laughs> where, my, where, where my movie, I never, I never had a pop culture reference to it except for hearing you two boys like say random things which made no sense to me okay <laughs> for the hunt of the will of people yeah so what was your expectation because you you must have had a preconceived notion oh yeah yeah going into this what did you think this was way be deeper about? than um, ours i thought it was gonna be really dumb and uh i don't I'm not, i don't say that in a mean way i thought it was gonna be a dumb movie like uh it, it wouldn't be you know what I mean? I kind of I was thinking about it and why I kept passing on it and just like you know what I've never heard anybody really describe the plot of Napoleon Dynamite to me. There is so I kind of really thought there wasn't one, and I actually disagree. I think there there is one. Like yeah. I I I'm sitting here making fun of all the the quotes and stuff in this movie that 
I got I well, got sick of without ever seeing it. But it's sort this, of a coming of age story. No, I don't think that's it. Kinda. But uh, it's um, I think it's similar to the wilder hunt for the wilder people in the same way that it's outsiders kind of coming together, and you know what I mean, being friends. Three lone point. people. You have Napoleon, and you have Pedro, and you have um, uh, the girl. What, Deb. Oh, Deb. We just <laughs> talked about her for ten minutes. We. You have Deb, and you kind of have them all come. They none of them had friends at the beginning of the movie, and at the end of the movie, they all are outsiders in their own way, and they all kind of come together, uh, you know, as as friends. And um, I, it's similar to the Hunt for the Wilder People okay. in that respect. I didn't. I didn't hate this movie. I thought it was a really my 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 takeaway from Hunt from Hunt for the Wilder People. It's great. But uh, from Napoleon Dynamite is uh, that it was really cute, and I wish I wouldn't have watched it by myself. I did laugh a lot. Like, like there were certain parts that like I did laugh at, but it's like parts that you wouldn't like expect. Like it wasn't like the whole fucking like I, I thought I was gonna like I from all the Uncle Rico quotes and all that other stuff. I thought I was gonna like him a lot more. Man, I fucking hated that guy. Oh, I can't stand the oh, entire he's a, time. He's a douche, so, such a dick. Uncle Rico's a dick. And, um, but there was like Napoleon had moments where he really, really made me laugh. But it was like the very beginning of the movie where he's standing there waiting for the bus in those fucking snow boots. And yep. he's looking in his trapper keeper and yep. he's, it's the trapper keeper with like, it's not even a five star trapper keeper. It's the one with the flap and the Velcro. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's just like opening it up. You don't know what he's looking at. And he just like closes it. He's like looking around <laughs> like waiting for the bus. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's really funny. I was, I was like laughing. I'm like, those boots are killer, man. And then, then yes. like the most random thing in the world, like stuff Bro. that you can't, something you can't quote is him pulling an action figure out of there with a string tied to it. <laughs> <laughs> and throwing it out the window. So how are you going to ruin that for me? You can't. You and can't. like it's it's so good. What you going to do today, Napoleon? <laughs> <laughs> so and it reminded me, Huey, when you would randomly just hold stuff out the window of the car yeah, and yeah, drag yeah. it against the ground. I would do that a lot. <laughs> as we were driving. We did that a lot. You yeah. had that piece of rebar that got too hot, and then you let go of it. I, get, I got it red hot. <laughs> but man. no one knew you were doing it until you yelled, ah, it's too hot. <laughs> so I mean there was parts that weren't ruined for me because you can't you can't ruin like the visual stuff, you know? Did I was you... I was actually like I was pissed I would have watched a movie that was called Napoleon Dynamite that was just him playing against people in tetherball. <laughs> like the tetherball when he like he's like at the very beginning of the movie he's like fucking around, he's kinda hitting it, and then when he starts doing the full punch and that ball is like yeah, whipping around him like somebody fucking play him. Like he is gonna destroy you at tetherball. So at the end, when the girl plays him and they're kind of just like batting it back and forth, and then he's like, "You know what? Fuck you! I'm Napoleon, damn Michael Jordan at tetherball, man." Yeah, it's, it's it was that part. There was parts that were awesome, and uh, I actually I liked that like the minimalist approach. There wasn't a lot of music inside the movie. There was the opening credits, and then there was like. There was, I mean, a pretty the movie, the whole movie, like every scene without music there, just kind of let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. And uh, the humor kind of came out in that way. And, I mean, it was dumb humor every single time, but it wasn't <laughs> like, I, it's dumb, but it's not like, you know, somebody farts and everybody laughs no. kind of dumb. Did you, you know laugh I mean? when he uh, shot the cow in front of the kids on the bus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, that was something that you couldn't ruin for me. Like, when, no one could. When they're, uh, <laughs> they're, that was awesome. they're helping that guy farmer with the chickens. Okay, that brings me to my favorite part of the entire movie. <laughs> okay. 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 My favorite character oh, in the entire movie when Napoleon decides to go get a job because Uncle Rico told him he made $120. Uh, Napoleon decides farmer. to go get a job too and he goes and works for that farmer and he's like we got a thousand heads that need to be put in that barn by noon and at noon we'll have it we'll have lunch and then the next thing you know it's lunch and the dude drops the egg into the orange juice and drinks he takes it like puts a spoon in there and takes a drink he's like <laughs> no he stirs it with his hand didn't he no he has a spoon okay he has a spoon and he, he, he takes a drink he's like lunch and everybody's standing there waiting and then Napoleon comes up and grabs the sandwiches or grabs a sandwich and then not the farmer that did the eggs, the other farmer. <laughs> the, the guy that shot the cow. <laughs> Is that, no, that old guy. No, that was the guy who came and get, was giving him steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was there's the guy that grandma said, there's a couple such and so-and-so okay. person will be here later to get the steaks. <laughs> it's this guy. Hang on. I got a, I got a clip. Over there, that pink man, I found a couple of shots on the arrowhead. <laughs> I think I think that's the guy that shoots the cow. I don't care if it is or not. He's oh, the no, best. it's funny. And watching him eat a, eat the sandwich, <laughs> his like upper lip is like over his lower lip, like <laughs> like way far. And he's eating the sandwich because there's like a good like probably like 15 seconds was just watching them eat sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. Everything's made out of eggs. Oh, oh God. God. So it gross. Is. It is nasty. It the is. sandwiches were like turkey sandwiches, though, because I looked. I'm like, man, if I had just worked that hard, I hope they didn't give me an egg sandwich. Okay, that, there's no egg sandwich. But, like, it is – It is that farmer is my favorite part of the movie, just him and that, that speak – over there. Uh, <laughs> I should have figured you'd like that like, part. I, I, that, that was awesome. I've never heard anybody say that. Uh, it was It was great. Um, I did love the Napoleon dancing part with the Jamiroquai song. That was classic. That is my and favorite that was part. Classic. That was really cool. Um, I and I, I I give big props to uh, what's his name, John Heater. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was fantastic. Uh, it, it was it was a really cool movie that had a really neat aesthetic to it. Um, it pretty much sums up what I believe Idaho is like. Uh, I thought Grandma Grandma was my second favorite character, and she's in the movie for like six seconds, but she's on the sand dunes, and she's just like, she, she, she broke her coccyx, didn't coccyx. she? Yeah, that's right. Yep, she broke that's her coccyx. Right. That's and, right. Uh, I, yeah, I thought so. I, I wish I would have watched it with my kids. Like, um, Do you think they would like it? Yeah, I do, cause, and I think my wife would like it too. I think it, it was it was so stupid, but like in a really fun way, and it it, it like I said, they, it really lets the comedy breathe on like pretty much every <laughs> every level. Have you watched any other movies by that director? I watched Nacho Libre. Okay, okay. I was yeah. wondering. I like, I like Nacho movie. Libre. I do too. Yeah. I like Nacho Libre. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a. I like that one too. It's so. a good one. Um, so my, go ahead. Your your two favorite characters was the <laughs> was the farmer, farmer and, and grandma. Grandma. Mine, yeah, you can recap later. I got questions. Mine by far too, was uh, was Rex from what Rex Quando. Oh yeah, Diedrich Bader. Oh, I so thought his good. wife was funnier. <laughs> oh yeah, the bodybuilder no wife, and yeah. it not not the part she's in, but when it goes to the per picture on the wall, like that made me laugh. Um, and then it was, uh, I did like Kip 
I thought he had. Chip was awesome. And LaFonda. Yeah, LaFonda was cool. I liked her, too. And you didn't like Uncle Rico that much? No. He was a sleaze. Yeah, he was a sleaze. I didn't. Did I miss something at the end with the chick coming up on the bike when Uncle Rico's out in the field? I think it was just a way to like have everybody have a happy ending. Yeah, just like a girl so shows too. up. I have no idea. Where, I was like, I was like watching. I'm like, yeah, what? she just I shows don't up. Understand what happened with Uncle Rico? He's all Rico. like, huh, hey, come. Maybe it was come, his ex. Maybe house. it was his old girlfriend. The girlfriend that he just dumped. It honestly, he was living too much in '82. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. You with know, these questions. You, wait, wait, hang on a second though. Uh, my favorite Uncle Rico part is right after like he shows up and and Napoleon's telling him to get the fuck out. And he's eating onion rings at that restaurant, <laughs> and he he grabs an onion ring and he dips it, and then like he goes like this, throw up to his mouth, and I'm like, oh man, he just got something on his sleeve, and then, like I'm like, they're not gonna acknowledge, he's wiping it off, <laughs> he's like all trying, and he's sitting there at the table the whole time, and he's flexing his muscles, and yeah, like and like yeah. trying not to like look at himself while Kip's talking, like it's it that was really funny. That, that was funny. The, the The movie to me was about that. It was about the subtleties mm-hmm. that that were taking place constantly throughout that film. Well, like and and like I said, there, without music to set a mood or anything like that, it really was the shots <laughs> and the the actors in those shots to help set that mood. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, La Fonda, yeah, La Fonda. I, I, there was part. What did Napoleon do? He oh. He hit fucking Uncle Rico's van with an orange. <laughs> and then he hits Uncle Rico with an orange and he runs away and he jumps over a fence. And the line is totally 80 yard, but you could tell it never cuts away. So it's really that John Heater yeah. who jumps a fence and he hits, just eats it. hits super hard on the ground. It. And it's just like there's an 80 yard line that just goes, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> he just eats it. And the Napoleon thing. I actually felt bad every time it showed a kid get picked on. Like yeah. that one douchebag would like be like, <laughs> what was it? He was like, uh, can I borrow your bike? And the kid's like, no, no. And he's like, oh, come. He, he says like, oh, he tried to trade him something completely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and, it, and I'm like, that's really funny. Like that line is really funny. And I'm really glad those cholos showed up to come after him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, oh, the gangster. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, Pedro's yeah, cousins. Yeah. yeah. That, that was cool. I love Pedro's wig. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> it always surprised me that you never seen that movie because the origin around Napoleon Dynamite is can be argued comes from Elvis Costello. Yeah, I've talked about that before. That Jared Hess says that no, he was completely it was a guy he knew in Little Italy, and Elvis Costello. Cicero. Elvis Costello doesn't fight with him about it or nothing. It's just like it's just like come on, man. He did that back in like the seventies. Like yeah, seriously, he did. So, but that's okay. Um, and it was just one of those things. It never came around again. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's, a, it's a cultural landmark, I think. Like, at that point in time in 2004, it was, like, one of the biggest things ever. Like, it was. Like Austin Powers or like Borat. But, I mean, my kids don't know who the fuck Austin Powers is. You that's know? a shame. It, well, they're not old enough for that yet. Yeah. A um, <laughs> little bit different kind of humor. But True. Um, they definitely don't know who Borat is. But True. it's like that. It was like that big comedy for for that year and i didn't i didn't care enough to see it and but it they I, I do dig the aesthetic i dig i dig the way it was shot i dig that real minimalist approach i like that it, even though it was present day it wasn't didn't look like it you know what i mean it looked like a movie that was made in the 70s the yeah way, the the way everybody it was, was well done and, it was done it was well done mm-hmm. i yeah. like it they, i they, liked that um when i first watched the movie uh, i wasn't sold on it until the dance scene 
That dance scene was pretty great. The dance scene is what sold that movie for me. I don't know why. I just like I was like kind of bored throughout the whole thing. And then the dancing happened. I'm like, oh, this is actually really funny. <laughs> I can see that though because I remember. It's been a, it's been probably a, a while since I've seen that movie, but you do kind of have to be in a mood to to watch that because it's not like a laugh out. It's not like Step Brothers, like when he's working out. <laughs> he just like chugs the Gatorade. Oh, and he just like drools it right out of his mouth. Yeah, he drills it right out of his mouth. So good because he's dancing. Yeah, he's uh, rehearsing. I thought the way that Kip spelled La Fonda was awesome. Yeah, I thought that her gift that that necklace that she gave him was awesome. Oh, yeah, and I thought at the end when he's getting on the bus back to Detroit, going yeah. to Detroit with La Fonda <laughs> was the way he was dressed, kind of like I was gonna say Michael Vick, but I guess that's not appropriate. Well, he was dressed. He had the thing on the black. He had the, the do rag. The do rag. Yeah. The blue yeah. black. I was gonna say black headband. Did he have any? Uh, he had some gold teeth too, didn't he? I don't remember chains or whatever. Something but like it was it was really it was funny. I he thought was it was very eighties hip hop. I thought it was a super cute movie. I thought it was really cute, and uh, I liked it. I liked it. I'm not gonna like sit there. I'm glad. It, I'm I'm actually glad I watched it now and not then. <laughs> like because um. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm just glad I was able to because it, it almost like separated all that bullshit that all the the goofy lines that Napoleon has and Napoleon's great in the movie. They, they, he does a great job. It separated all that bullshit that was like so cliche and everything. And I was able just to focus on, uh, you know, the movie itself and the part where he does try to jump the bike on the ramp and Napoleon just like freaking <laughs> racks himself. I was I was rolling, and I think I've seen that on like a commercial. I didn't even care. Like it was it was still really funny to see in real time. That movie introduced me to the song "The Promise" by I think it was Rome. There's only three songs in the entire film. No, it's, <laughs> it's which the part ending. was it? It's the ending. Okay, yeah, you played that song for me before. That was a good yeah. song. Yeah, it's like a very eighties. Yeah, it oh, feels yeah, it feels like it's in excess, but it's not. Yeah, there's like forever young, but forever. That's a dancer playing there at the dance. Yeah, that's like the David Ross coming out to pinch hit in the eighth <laughs> inning song. So, um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. I'm I'm glad I finally seen it, saw it, and uh, I'm glad I didn't see it back in 2004 when it was at its height. So, would you watch it again? Yeah, yeah, I actually would. I if it, I wouldn't watch it again, like unless like my kids were like, let's let's watch Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Is this when they're playing tetherball? <laughs> I love this song. This, this is where I found it, this movie. Yeah. So 80s. Bob hates it then. No, I like this song. Oh, see, now he likes Do you this remember one. it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, see, at this point, he's dominating. Oh, yeah, he's just he's killing just, it. He's just <laughs> killing <laughs> it. Nailing that ball. There's, she's got no chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. That is a good song. All right, so I guess Napoleon Dynamite's Bochui approved. So yeah. you got you give it a thumbs, thumbs up. I'll give Three it a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. Right. If you haven't seen it by now, I think it's more it's easier to appreciate something now that it's not in the cultural so, zeitgeist as much I mean, as it was. It's been out for fourteen years and uh, <laughs> so you're dumber in shock than if you ever if seen you it. haven't seen it now, spoiler alert, they all die at the end. Yeah. And actually I think it, it holds up <laughs> it holds up okay for a fourteen year old movie because of the way it was done. Yeah. It, it will hold up because it, it it's not his it killer killer yeah. boots, man. Those boots, those snow boots. Those are, snow boots. All I could I could think about is man and Oh, his feet gotta be hot. Like ugh, God, this feet gotta be hot. <laughs> so that I think that's 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 a success, right? Two movies that you recommended that we both like. Yeah. Like I was hoping you guys go in a fair and open minds and you did. Mm-hmm. 
and you ended up loving that movie. Oh, it's incredible. You liked that movie. Yeah, I did. I didn't. So I, I didn't hate it. You didn't. You didn't go in thinking, oh, "I'm just gonna hate this anyway." No, I wasn't. It. I wasn't gonna hate on it. I was gonna give it a fair shot. So, um, now is the time in the show. Which questions? Questions. Hyphen. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, we already know Chuck's the answer on this one. Who was your favorite character and why? Uh, yours was the chicken coop guy. The, the second farmer. The second farmer number second two. Farmer. I think he shoots the cow. I'm pretty sure he shoots the cow. <laughs> <laughs> and who was, in your movie, who was okay. your favorite character and why? I didn't mention this. Uh, like I said, I was expecting side-splitting laughter, which that movie was not. However, there was one part I, I laughed my ass off, and it was the director playing the priest at the funeral. And he was given the eulogy, and it made no sense. <laughs> it made no sense whatsoever, and it was hilarious. And and even Sam Neill and and the kid were looking at each other What's like, "What door? is he talking about? Vegetables? Jesus? <laughs> Jesus? More Jesus? <laughs> so good! I laughed hard at that scene. Was, yeah, so okay. my favorite character was the uh, the priest. Okay. Uh, real quick, I was just checking IMDb to see if I could find because Vern was the guy who was coming to bring the steaks. And okay. there is Farmer, and then there's Lyle. But I called the guys who showed up Cholos. They are credited as Cholo number one <laughs> and Cholo number two on <laughs> That's awesome. All right. This next question goes out for both of you because you've both seen Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. okay. Um, Chuck, you can answer first. Okay. Uh, if you had a real time machine. <laughs> oh, God. That was funny. What would you do with it? First, and why? Mm. Wow, it has nothing to do with the movie. Just there's a time machine. Damn, man, that's a deep that question. That is deep, man. So, what would I do with it, and why? Let's see. The Cubs already won the World Series, so <laughs> that was good. All right, maybe that's like a heavy question to ask. Why don't you come back to that one? We'll think about it. Think about it. That's okay. tough. Next that's question. Damn, man. I didn't know. I, I, was, know. I thought it was yeah, good. I thought like, was good I, really you know, my, was... my thinking in these questions, since we've never done this topic before, you know, my thinking in coming Maybe up with these what? questions was kind of inside the actor's studio-esque. Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you channeled your inner James Lipton. Exactly. I, would, I would pull a Forrest Gump and go back and put all my money into Apple. Good answer. Wow. Not going to help humanity at all, just Huey, right? Yeah, just Huey. Wow. Well, <laughs> it's the first two letters, I guess. Oh, yeah. You can't spell humanity without Huey. Huey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll come back to you on that one, Chuck. Thanks. Um, the next question is for both of you as well. Okay. Um, but it pertains to wilder people. Okay. Um, how long do you think you could survive in the bush? A long time. Uh, about three hours. <laughs> I went to <laughs> opposite sides of the spectrum here. I, I have some training in that. Mm. I think I'd be okay. Um, mine would be because I would say, watch me jump this ravine and I would run and try to jump the ravine and hurt myself severely. And Chuck die. would die immediately. Okay. Yeah. Because not because I couldn't survive. I couldn't stop myself from doing something stupid. I remember one time when mm. we were teenagers, mm -hmm. uh, a group of us went out to a, a local cemetery called moon point and it had, it has a, a very large set of woods associated with it. And we played this game. I think you were involved, Bob, and I think Micah was involved. And we played this game where you guys were going to hike around, and I was going to ambush you. <laughs> and we'd go out there. Was that, where was that at? 
was out at Moon Point. Yeah, I remember that. During yeah. the day? Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember I remember yeah. uh it wasn't so scary out there during the day. No, it's not scary. It's <laughs> yeah, not scary. We, we wouldn't fucking go there at night. Fuck that. No, we did, and we almost got killed. Okay. Yes, okay, the hatchet lady. Yeah. Train. Don't Train. don't talk. Well that's another Couldn't podcast. Start the car. Don't you remember that? It's a whole nother podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was wasn't there. Crazy, crazy, right? I remember you fell <laughs> within the first five minutes, and I was I was hiding in the woods, and, and like I was. Talking to Bob, not me. Yeah, Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. You, Bob. We were out in the woods, and and I was going to ambush nope. you guys, and like within the Mike first five minutes, you fell, and you go, ah! <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I think I last a while. All right, all right. Uh, next question um, for both of you: um, Would you have rocked that uh, sweet suit that you're pulling dynamite on? Absolutely. In high school? No. Or now? No. I totally would have. No. You wouldn't wear it. I no. think I pretty much did, didn't I? My grandpa's suit that he wore at my parents' wedding. Chuck that, was always like, weird. He might have had that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chuck I was had, always weird. I would have wore that. I'm very contemporary. Okay, so no, no, no for you, Huey. No, that's no. A hundred percent, yes. Okay. With I would have wore the snow boots. Um, uh, my next is not a question; it's a fact. Uh, <laughs> bitch. Taika Waititi <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, he is. Agreed. Okay. Watch <laughs> Eagle versus Shark. Also, that yes. one's not for your kids, but that one's fun. No, that's a good movie. I agree with that <laughs> statement. <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> um. The, well, the next question is about. Uh, what did you think about it pulling dynamite sweet snow boots? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were talking about it, you know? See, man, I was hitting all the high points. Well, you were, you yeah, were. Um, That's why I give, I come in here with no notes. You were worried that I wasn't going to know shit. No. I got my shit. No. I you watched it last night. You I, remembered. I know. I wait till the last minute. Um, my next one is not a question now. It's <clears> a statement. <throat> okay. <laughs> I would have voted for Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have, too. Um, I was against the system, Did he man. win? He didn't win. He did. Did he win? I thought yeah. he did. Yeah. He won. I thought he did. I don't remember. Remember he won. He was all Alexander. He's like, I don't think they announced who won, man. Yeah, he won. I'm I thought he sure. did. Uh, Do we have that's what they were having that party for him at the end. Oh yeah, he did win. So congratulations, Pedro. You're right. You're right. He did win. Shit, I forgot um, all about that. And I got all hot and, and sweaty, and I couldn't stop sweating. So I cut my hair so off. I cut my hair off. I realized my hair was the reason I was sweating. I don't understand. It's, that's fine. They said we couldn't have pinatas that look like people, but in Mexico we do that all the time. I thought that was really funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> which movie? That's from the movie. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> she she immediately came out. I I know. Said <laughs> you're ripping on Mexico. Chuck's I didn't rip on Mexico. Chuck's I was dead. Uh oh. I love your food, man. She's cut. Got a knife. She and a blackjack. <laughs> That's my blackjack. Um, which movie was better, in your opinion, and why? Hunt for the Wilder the People, Hunt by far, the was a better film. Napoleon Dynamite is a good, fun movie, but... So, Napoleon Dynamite's more for the masses because it's a little dumber? I no, don't I, so. I don't say that. I, I think it's a fun, slapsticky uh, cult classic that has good memories for us you know it holds up as a film because it, it doesn't it's not pieced to a particular like modern era it, it, everybody knows it feels retro but hunt for the wilder people people is a better film because of 
not only does it it, it uses humor to bring like no, at no point in Napoleon Dynamite did you feel very sympathy or empathy or when those kids kept getting picked on I kept feeling bad that, yeah. that's fair but, Napo- but Napoleon Dynamite those was, kids got theirs though in the end I think, I think it was meant to be it was meant to be ironically funny where Hunt for the Wilder People was it was it used humor but it was telling it was actually telling a love story Napoleon Dynamite it was is a, it's just a goofy movie. It is. It's a goofy movie. It's a cute movie. It's a kids movie, as as you know what I mean. It, but um, I think Napoleon Dynamite's more quotable than Wilder People is. I agree. Just because with that. there's so much, yeah, there's so much subtlety in Wilder and Hunt for the Wilder People's writing. I agree that. Some people don't like. that. Whereas uh, there's some subtlety to to Napoleon Dynamite too, but the characters are so cartoonish. That it's, I think it's easier to remember. Yeah, I agree. So, with that. like, I can only, I could, I could quote more things from Napoleon Dynamite watching it yesterday once than I could. I've seen, I love Hunt for the Wilder People, and I've seen it a couple times. Okay, you know what, you know what Hunt I for the Wilder People is for yeah. me. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a Coen Brothers movie. Okay, it's not a Coen Brothers movie. It's good, and it's got beautiful art, beautiful music, beautiful direction, beautiful uh, writing. And it's just good. The storytelling is good. It's not weird, though. Coen Brothers movies always I just think it's going to be weird, but yeah. it's going to be funny, and I might yeah. have to watch this a couple times Yeah, yeah. to, to think it's good. I, you're going to like Hunt for the Wilder People. I liked it pretty much. Like 20 minutes in, you're like, yeah, I'm in. Like, yeah. this is good. It makes me want to watch more stuff he's done. Yeah. It I, does. I can't, I've seen everything he's done. Yeah, we have. And I have not. What uh, haven't you seen? And it was by accident. Eagle over Shark? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, which I'm on that next by far. I would buy Wilder People over that. Yeah, but you could rent you over. I, I would seen, too. I I haven't I seen Eagle versus Shark in a long time, but I saw it like twice in a row. Uh-huh. Like like it was like three days apart. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a good way. To, I have a good way to describe that. And it's got Jermaine from yeah. Fly the Concords. Napoleon Dynamite. I laughed. I did. Um, Napoleon Dynamite. I rewatched over and over again. I can still rewatch it. I did not get that same feeling with Napoleon Dynamite that I got with Hunter with Wilder people that like it actually tugs on your emotions. Your heartstrings. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it got it got deep. It and did. it used humor to bring you back out of it, but then it buried you right back into it. It was I, deep. I would take I would I'd say I'll put it this way, like I'd take Napoleon Dynamite one more time to like with my with my wife and kids. Yeah. I would watch Hunt for the Wilder people once a year for the next ten years. Yeah. I, yeah. Like yeah. I, I could yeah. do Napoleon Dynamite one more time. Yeah. And that's I'm good. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that. All right. Well, that's all I got for this one. And, so was uh, that successful? I don't know. What do you think? I thought it was. I, I enjoyed it immensely. My movie. And yeah. and if I had a time machine, I would go back in time to prevent uh, Michael J. Fox from having sex with that hooker who gave him Parkinson's. Wait. What? Wait. Is that how that works? Parkinson's isn't sexually transmitted. We are so sorry, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Bo Chewy does not endorse anything Chuck says. No. Chuck does, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he pres- yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm leaving that in. Yeah, that was awful. No, no, it was... It was. I liked it. That's that's what I came up with. So, uh, unless you guys have any final words on either, either of your movies... <clears throat> um, watch it. Watch you don't. It. You don't have to watch it. If okay, how about this? <laughs> How about this? <laughs> if you're in for watching a good movie, 
watch Wilder People. Yeah. If you're watching something yeah. that you can turn your brain off, watch Napoleon Dynamite. Or if you've already seen Napoleon Dynamite, go watch Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen, and if you've already seen Hunt for the Wilder People, just watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> you've probably seen Napoleon Dynamite already. I think, I think now you can, I think, I think Jared Hess can mark off the list. I think every living or every person who was between the ages of 18 and 27 when Napoleon Dynamite came out has watched it. What was now. the last thing he did? Blades of Glory? Gentlemen Bron- Broncos. Gentlemen Broncos. What the fuck is that? It's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. I watched it. The only, time, the only reason I watched it because in the trailer, the dude's got a big old snake around his neck. Who's and, in it? And the thing takes like a big shit and it just. <laughs> over his shoulder. I've never seen a snake poop. I couldn't tell you who's in it. I think Jermaine's might be in it. Huh. But, uh. So, you want me to do the plugs? Yeah. Yeah. Throw those plugs in there. You can find the Bo Chewy podcast show on Facebook. Be sure to like our page, help share our posts, like them. I've been doing all kinds of dumb Photoshop shit lately, and it's pretty funny. Uh, I, at least I do. I think it's funny. It's, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get started. Um, you, shout no, out, man. hold on, shout it's out to uh, Huey's brother Kevin. Yeah, thanks for the glowing review, Kevin. Yeah, I'm not sure that we completely, yeah, Kevin, yeah, we killing it. completely deserved it, but that was awesome, man. I still owe you Thank five you. bucks. My bad, bro. <laughs> I owe you five too. So, um, uh, you can also follow us <laughs> at at Bo Chewy on Twitter. Uh, I post some stuff up there. Uh, that's where you can find all the Bo Chewy facts. There's several of them. And uh, we're also on Instagram at the Real Bo Chewy Podcast Show. I post different stuff on there. I try to keep it uh, varied of what we get on different platforms. So be sure to subscribe to all of them. You can also go to uh, bochewy.podbean.com. That is technically our web page. Uh, we say technically because uh, we don't really have to update it. It's just kind of Bob's descriptions and stuff are up there for every show. Yeah. And you can follow us on Podbean if you'd like. We like that. And it uh, helps to know who's listening. I like him. Do not be yeah. afraid to reach out to us. Bo Chewy, is it 15? Bonus Chewy 15 coming up? Uh, I think so. It's either 14 or 15. I think We're so. going to talk about anybody who is mentioned uh, on social media about their yeah, it is 15. Their guilty pleasure songs um, or guilty pleasure music. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about any of our what embarrassing movies, stuff like that? You can go ahead and give us a shout, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them. We'll break them down for you, too. We'll even play them. Or we won't. Screw you. Or yeah. if you don't, <laughs> we just won't do shit. How's that sound? It makes our job a lot easier. I don't have to do any research. I don't have to do anything. I can show up with no notes again two weeks in a row. No, no, really. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We like doing it. Here we shut up. We like hearing from people. Okay. okay. We like people. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. So uh, you're, who are you? You're Bob, right? I'm Bob. And uh, he's. Huey. And uh, I'm Chuck. And uh, this has been huge. Peace out, Girl Scout. I would probably try to break it in half because it was hard.